0: Hey, welcome back! It's Food News and Chews Radio, sponsored by Sullivan University. Good afternoon, everybody. Sylvia, lovely. Jeremy Ashby.
1: Hello
0: there. Uh, we're going to talk. We got a lot of things to talk about today. But today, obviously, you know, this is Holy Week, and tomorrow's Easter. Yeah. In the second half of the show, we're going to have Reverend John Hall from the Good Shepherd Episcopal Church on to talk about biblical foods.
1: Yeah, talking from that beautiful church on Belcord. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. It looks like a church.
0: I love churches
1: that look like churches. We
0: got a lot of things to talk about today. Yeah. You were talking anyway. about you know, a lot of bread. You mentioned. Well,
1: bread. I yeah. did a lot of looking at bread and, mm-hmm. you know, bread is a, in every culture and it figures so prominently in the Bible,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is what we're going to talk about. Because, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the seven foods of the Bible, but. Uh, prominent among them are wheat, barley, and one of the things I don't see listed on the seven foods of the Bible are beans and legumes. Those were pretty popular too right. in making bread out of. How can you do that, Jeremy? Oh, can you make what? bread out of legumes?
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Um, you can make bread out of anything. A, I <laughs> mean, and, and think about this, guys. Too bread's a, a loose term. You know mm-hmm. what we're I think referring to is the the grain breads like wheat. Yeah, um, because I mean, you can make cornbread, but of course, corn wasn't even discovered oh. until the New World, sure, right? Sure. So So um, you know, it's I guess the the wheat ones in the history of how that came together that always fascinated me. How how I don't even know how bread was invented. It seemed like it's yeah. a, a mistake. Like somebody yeah. mixed some grain and with or it got wet and it sat over there and like uh-huh. grew or molded from the yeast. How, how did well, it I mean, all? I,
0: Other than grilled meat, it would be the oldest food there is. It's the most basic food there is. I would think. think. It's all
1: stuff that grew on trees or plants and stuff like that. Well, I have a
2: hard enough time baking bread. Myself, right. I'm trying to think of like how well, you would do it back then, just stumbling across this process.
0: Well, I don't think, like, like like you said, I don't think what we think of as bread is what was. It's
1: probably not what they yeah, did. Yeah,
0: bread, like you said, was a very loose term because I imagine most of the bread was uh, a ground grain, yeah. which could have been a bean. And maybe been,
1: put beans and grind those up to where we
2: can. It, well, there's a, eat, a, right? a yeah.
0: big uh, trend now for lentil. One of the biggest recipes, like TikTok recipes this year, is lentil bread. Mm. Really? You soak lentils in water. You can get that. You can go online and find it. You you soak lentils in water, run it through a blender, make a batter out of it, and just I guess that's fry true. It the same, make it it. It's the same Ste-
2: process for yeah. the beans. Yeah, in um, you know, like sweet potato breads, potato yeah. breads. Well, that's true. Yeah, you, you're that's using true. the mash. That's true. Noki, Noki is bread. Noki, yeah, you're using the mash, and you're using a little bit of grain flour in there to hold, help bind it. It's typically, if they're you know, most breads are not egg base that's cake
0: yeah and when we say bread mm. i'm sure they didn't have you know artisan sourdough french bread back then they, they were you know it was a very basic thing I and, think of it as and like there
2: wouldn't be mills so you'd got to have rough right whole grains in a lot there.
0: of rye and i think rye. of
1: um, i think of like naan bread mm. as being part of the middle east or is that where nan comes from or is india? it india yeah the yeah. the, it's india. the,
2: the yeah. middle the middle eastern flatbreads all, all through india they're all very very similar in fact really the only big difference i can tell is more yogurt in the um mm-hmm. in the Mediter- or the indian based ones whereas you Fermented. know mediterranean just going to be probably. probably oil salt yeah. yeast flour water yeah,
1: there's a bread in and in, from india fajia or something like that Ooh, that's a deal um that was fermented so many things mm-hmm. from india are fermented
0: a lot of uh, also chickpea flowers used yeah in bread. chickpea, chickpea right. flowers uh middle eastern bread you know from biblical times when you think that area of the world that bread was more than likely unleavened or if it was leavened it yeah. was leavened with yeah, natural yeah, yeah. yeast they didn't have, you know, you couldn't go to the store and buy yeast, so it was probably a fermented bread because that's how the yeast grew.
1: That's how they do. So it. I'm,
2: yeah. I, I have, I still have trouble to this day with with breads. Mm-hmm. One because I'm, I probably know the difference between a good one and bad one, and and it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. to produce a really nice loaf of bread in in a restaurant kitchen or right. at a home sure. kitchen. I've got a home kitchen recipe Ooh, for you, please. if you guys. This is the this is kind of like our family's house bread. This is what we make. This is the only one I make. Uh, It works for us, and I can use this as a sandwich loaf or, you know, dinner bread. You can make this into rolls. You can use this as a pizza dough, okay? I like that. So, here we go. Okay. Uh, You got six cups of flour, one tablespoon of salt, five tablespoons of sugar, 1.5 teaspoons or tablespoons of dry yeast. And all you need to do is mix those together, your dry ingredients, then you're gonna add basically two and two thirds cups of warm water and mix that in your mixer, right? And that's really it. You don't have to do the dissolving of the yeast if you don't want to and the extra water. If you want to, you can um, add the yeast to a little bit of water and and a tablespoon of that sugar that was in the recipe and kind of get it blooming if you want it to rise really quick Mm -hmm. and be done. But typically, this one, I, I usually let that dough you've made, after you've mixed it for about five minutes in the mixer, settle for about one and a half to two hours. Then you're ready to bake, and it bakes up perfectly that's it's really
1: good, too, it's with that sugar added. Really, oh, and if you don't so
0: want to bake it right now, you could do everything you just said and then put it in the fridge uh-huh. and let it proof right. for one to two to three or four days, and it's just going to get better.
2: It's going to get better. You're going to get more complex flavors yeah. in that dough. So but that, check doesn't, this, check that the, doesn't, yeah, go ahead. Check this out. Here's the. There's what I like about this recipe is I throw things together pretty quickly. This is literally going to take me five minutes to mix up, right? Mm-hmm. But then my oven takes a half hour to heat up. Well, you don't have to preheat your oven for this one, okay? What you're going to do is uh. put a cup of water in, like a cu- one cup, in a little mm-hmm. metal cup or a pan in the bottom of your oven, and then you turn your oven on uh-huh. 400 degrees and put your dough in there and walk away.
1: Really? Uh-huh,
2: yeah. And what's going to oh, okay. happen that's is great. the moisture in the the rise of the temperature in the oven is going to proof your bread quickly. It's You know, the heat oh, is going yeah. to slowly pr- pr- proof it before it before it bakes and then the temperature rises enough to start the reactions start so you're going to have that beautiful bowl of brown oh. lovely bread with that chewy inside oh that, that sounds, good. Oh, that sounds That's delicious its home every single time this works
1: can you refrigerate yeast dough
0: you can yeah. um, or do you, you w- ruin it no actually it helps it helps the, it the dough actually gets better it, so what happens it is it from growing it won't it. stop it it slows it down a okay. lot Okay. And so that's why I'm if you wondering. if bread proofs on the counter in two hours, an hour, ninety minutes, something like that, in a fridge it could take twenty four hours to achieve the same loft. But it doesn't hurt it. Doesn't hurt it, but it gives it in that time the yeast keep growing, but they get like you said, tank. You get more of those soury, tangy notes the mm-hmm. longer it ferments in the fridge. So a cold proof. A lot of bakers use a cold proof.
2: They do and, and and you guys should use that at home one thing to be wary of Cold is watch proof. your yeast mm-hmm. amounts if mm-hmm. you look at bigas and poolish and starters you're, you're it's a very minimal amount of yeast you're you're giving it a lot of food and letting okay. it kind of grow slow sometimes you a question.
1: It'll to make sourdough bread do you use like a basic bread recipe but add something to it
2: so uh, you don't have to even do that, Sylvia. Sourdough, um, you put you would put your yeast and stuff in the fridge, right? Right. Typically, if you want to accelerate some sourdough as that yeast is blooming, leave it out on the counter overnight. And it's going to kind of mm-hmm. ferment, so to speak, and get the sour flavors. Um, it's So really, you don't
1: have to add, what's starter? What is starter?
2: That's the yeast and water, yeast oh. and water and flour. Oh. It's mm-hmm. a, oh. it's, you mix it a small amount. And it's kind of like a little... Um, little batter where it just kind of feeds and then you can add that to another
0: dough later and because uh-huh. it, it,
1: people have a starter that they've kept for generations oh, generations
2: right? yes, yeah. Absolutely, yeah 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 And
0: it, you keep it in the fridge you feed it you know on depending on how much bread you make most people keep it in the fridge because it'll grow too fast mm-hmm. and you know um and eventually if you don't feed it it'll die even I, in the fridge
2: i love those things though. were there's been starters for generations yeah. or, or decades in restaurants oh. that have never died. Or it, There's soups like that, too, yeah. in different cultures. Really? Yeah, there's, um, I'm trying to think the name of it, but it's kind of ever-present soup.
0: It's called a forever stew. You have stew. a cauldron
2: on, forever stew, and mm-hmm. basically every day they just add stuff to it. And they keep it really? going. And it's kind yep. of a, it, it, it's how you used to run an old inn in the yes. Middle Ages. You always had a cauldron in a pot, and you just kept feeding food to it. You never really washed it out or cleaned it. It, it would cook every 24 present, hours cook a day.
0: It. You would add meat and water to it, and then someone would eat kind some. Kind of like an then, iron yeah.
1: skillet. You just don't ever yeah. like, put soap on it, and you just kind of keep it.
0: Right, yeah. And you just it keep it stuck. feeding it. As long as you keep uh-huh. it above you know the danger zone levels, they would keep that stew going. Uh, medieval times, they would keep it, like you said, in the inn. Uh, that's for, amazing. Forever
1: yeah. soup. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then there's also almond. There's now almond flour. Oat flour, right? Are those any different from wheat flour? Have you ever had to cook with those? Or? Yeah,
2: they're totally different. They're they're. I mean, just give me flour. I, I don't know. Mm. I, I I I I am fortunate enough not to have any dietary restrictions where I don't have right. you know have to avoid yeah, gluten, gluten or, anything. or anything. But there's just no replacement. <laughs> I mean, the people wheat are trying flour. to come up with yeah with different flours and combinations, and they're doing a great job. But it's still not the real thing.
0: I mean, it's like it's like with a, a hamburger versus the turkey burger. You can put anything yeah, you want right. on a turkey burger and make <laughs> an amazing that's turkey right. burger <laughs> or veggie burger. <laughs> yeah, but a plain hamburger, a yeah. plain beef hamburger, is always going to be tastier. Just it's don't just, tell
1: me that you're getting yeah. me a turkey or it's turkey just, dog.
0: <laughs> it, like the real thing is always going to be tastier. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I agree. Hey, you know this leads to milk. Mm-hmm. oh yeah uh because you can have almond milk now you have oat milk now very controversial there is a controversy in the milk industry they want more young people to drink milk
0: well there also was a lawsuit over whether or not you could call almond milk milk or something and i believe that case lost i believe well, we call almond juice yeah <laughs> well they, the uh, i think the dairy if i remember correctly and someone will be sure well, the dairy industry did not want the makers that's of soy I to use now. the name the term milk in it and i think that was i think that case was lost but so what
2: what is the reason for the decline in milk is it other alternatives such as soy that's and one of the almond things. milk and
1: then the health issues uh allergy issues and you mentioned that earlier yeah
2: my wife uh she's a physician and she deals with allergies as an ent and i think she's mentioned several times that you know there's studies that milk isn't such a great thing to have after a certain age or to drink all the time mm-hmm. for, for allergy. and I don't know how that translates into your health.
0: Well, we're the only, we're the yeah. only animal or the only being, whatever you want to call us that drink milk after being a baby. Yeah, most that's right. Every other every other species of, and a of lot mammal of people can't
1: tolerate it,
0: right? And lactose. most of the world is lactose intolerant. Yeah, most of the Eastern world, I mean, the Western world, we have a, but most people in the Eastern part of the world have some version of lactose intolerance because it's not part of it's culture. It's not
1: part of what we were designed to do, and you know, so I think that's all that goes into what has become controversial, and the industry is not happy about that.
2: No, but people are are eating milk. They don't they don't know they are. I mean, right. milk is in. Th-
1: it's dairy Everything. i mean like
2: i use it on so many True. things and in so many recipes it's just the difference is you're not pouring a glass of milk and drinking it but with boy those, the
1: old the generations i yeah. mean my uh, I father-in-law up, would drink a gigantic glass of milk every night yeah and, I, and three times a day with every t- meal
2: me too so i was 10 years old i probably drank two or three glasses of milk you know a day we'd go through it pretty quickly um I don't know. I mean, well, but also, also we had commercials was, when we were growing up, Twitch that said, you know, hey, I'm drinking milk and yeah. I'm going
0: to be that big dude over there with a tall. girlfriend. Well, so I think a lot of bones, it was, I think,
1: is part of the issue.
0: I think it was nutritional supplement Even if we didn't know why, especially a long time ago, it was more of a nutritional <laughs> supplement. You drink the milk because it had fat, it had protein, had
1: calcium, and your diet and wasn't D. probably
0: mm-hmm. as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you could get you know calcium, protein, you know, in a gummy. You can get you know, or I don't eat, I don't drink a lot of milk, but I eat a lot of cheese. Well, <laughs> I, I eat a lot yeah, of cheese. Yeah, cheese,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Do You're
0: though. eating milk. I'm eating milk. I just I'm not drinking it, but no. I'm eating it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Hey, they're going after gamers to get them to, <laughs> to drink milk.
0: To
2: drink milk. <laughs>
1: yeah. It doesn't seem to go together for me. <laughs> do you like milk?
0: Are you, do you like I don't it? drink it. Now sometimes I the don't. concept of milk weirds me out. i know it
1: wears me out too yeah i mean like, it's like
0: where it comes from how you get it
1: uh-huh. it's it's so if i think about it too long with a chocolate chip cookie there's right. nothing so
2: you're like one that's probably <laughs> you wouldn't be able to take it straight from the teat no
0: oh no
2: so you need yours in a factory <laughs> labeled in a jug refrigerated i had a
0: friend who, <laughs> who grew up gonna. on a dairy farm and he told me there was nothing better than freshly squeezed Warm, Ew. like at the the temperature it comes out of the cow. Oh, yeah. and that I, I, I could not, I could not, you know, unpasteurized, full yeah, fat raw milk. Yeah, you may like it. I, it Duh, probably d- is d- delicious. D- 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 it's probably delicious, but the idea of it, no, no, thank you. Yeah, it peaked in
1: uh, milk product milk consumption peaked in 1945. So that's it's been on decline. Well, again,
0: since. back then, you know, we we were there was a lot going on in the world. Uh, Food. There were rationings. There were, there were so people probably drink milk because it's got a lot of calories, a lot of fat, a lot of protein. Good, easy supplement. You mm-hmm. don't have to cook it. It'll stay for a little while at room temperature, and you can, you know.
2: Well, you find it. I find it interesting. You see these industries that they'll do long, prolonged advertising campaigns. You have the avocado board. You had the dairy association. Um, what else is out there? You know, the beef council, right? The church You know, like you're talking about major commodities that they're pushing sure. across the board
0: turkey like chicken. you know like
2: eggs for the you know eggs are good for you they're bad right. for you eat them pork don't eat the them. other white
0: meat you know that was a big yeah. one for a while here's
1: here's the answer part of the answer to your question the dairy industry has long waged a battle to keep plant based alternatives from using the word milk the food and drug administration in february made it clear that the war is probably over issuing a draft ruling that drinks made from oats almonds or other plants can be called milk yeah okay so yeah it's a victory,
0: um, but you so. know, on those on those hands, like you know, almond milk. We, we I sometimes use that. Not my favorite. It's fine, but like soy milk isn't it's like pe- almond
2: milk. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Hey, you're fine. The reason we have no water out
0: west. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it Part takes yeah, a lot. it takes an incredible amount. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot. A, a lot, takes a lot, lot of, water. of you know, a lot of water to grow almonds. Apparently. It's one of the yeah. one of the hardest you know uh, plants to, to to grow. Yeah.
1: Back to your point, though. I get more gag worthy over almond or oat milk. Uh, they're just something, because is it white?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. That just would bother me. Almond milk, I'm okay with. It's it, To me, it just <laughs> tastes like weak regular milk, but That's soy epic. soy milk and oat milk, I can't get down I, with. I, 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 this, the
2: whole conversation fascinates me, guys, because people have a, a cleaner image of processed food factory stuff than they do of a natural product right. and i it blows me away like you know almond milk you know that's what should scare you like all the things on the side and how that's made and why it's white you know that's know. like that that i'm that's with you like so fake, me. that one freaks like me a, out like not having more substitute. milk from a cow directly that do you that think sounds that we get natural to me do
0: yeah. you think we get used to institutional i don't know, maybe the word not institutionalize it but man-made things we somehow think this better living through chemistry where if it's man-made it's got to be better yeah. for us even though we you know you look at uh, the impossible burger it's got how uh, dozens yeah, and dozens of ingredients of that stuff with the, can something with that many ingredients yeah, be good, be for, good you? for you i don't know but we think it's healthier but a cow, a well, cow burger is one ingredient.
1: It's the same thing with pharmaceuticals. I mean, we right. think that medicine can solve everything instead of the more natural path. Right. And that's also, you know.
0: Well, one of the things we're going to talk about with uh, Reverend, uh, Reverend Hall when he comes on uh, next segment, in just a few minutes, is the biblical diet, you know, and people eating a diet. And if you look at the biblical diet, we'll get into it more, but it's really just eating unprocessed whole foods. Which yeah. is what they're available. saying we should
1: do now. Right.
0: And honestly, that never seems like bad advice. No, we yeah. seem to keep muddying
2: the waters, don't we? Yeah.
1: yeah. The whole yeah, yeah. food system does. Oh, yeah.
0: So it'll be interesting. Yeah, in fact, we'll we'll talk to uh, the the Reverend next from a Good Shepherd Episcopal Church. We're going to talk about Easter and all the foods of the Bible and how to eat biblically and just you know where some of these foods and some of these ideas come from. Don't go anywhere. We'll come back in a minute. It's Food News and Choose Radio, sponsored by our friends at Sullivan University. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Food News and Choose Radio. You know, every every once in a while we need a little help from above. Absolutely, (laughs) right. All that. Yeah. And we, right now, it's a very holy time. Maybe other than Christmas, the holiest time in of the many, year.
1: In many ways, maybe more the holiest of times. Yeah. yeah.
0: Reverend John right. Hall of the Episcopal uh, uh, Church, a Good Shepherd Episcopal Church, is, is in with us. And we're going to talk about not just the holy time, but foods of the Bible and foods at this time yeah, of the year. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got to say, that church is beautiful. Oh, thank it's on Bell Court. And it looks, you know, it's, there's something about going to a church that looks like a church. People
3: love to go <laughs> in that space. Yes. Yeah, so and people are welcome to come into that space and often do just to sit place. I've been, during the I week. Go there. And yeah. Then we have a lot going on as well. So there's a lot of ways to enjoy that space. Yeah, it's a wonderful church and just wonderful people there. I've been attending for... A while now and well, just your very mission
1: too. your mission work um, I, I'm tons of, of
3: outreach come out of that church it's it's a very healthy church one, I'm very honored to be there one to there. one I think uh, is
1: one of your programs where you go out into mm-hmm. the schools and mentor mm-hmm. children I, I've mm-hmm. done that so
3: yep there's a lot of tutoring um, we now have two schools that we work with in the neighborhood and two elementary schools and there's also a uh, pretty Expansive backpack program, so mm-hmm. kids have food over the weekend and yep. so yes, forth. So huge outreach. There's always something going on. I and love it. Well, but food. Yeah, food. Food, <laughs> food and, and here I'm a foodie.
2: A, well, me too. And guys, I got I gotta admit, when it comes to, to Easter and this holiday, I, I know yeah. my granny's southern spread. That's that's what I know. Yeah. Ham and deviled eggs and yeah. mashed potatoes, scalloped potatoes and just all the traditional stuff. But I've never really understood where that yeah. comes from, how it happened. you know, I assume certain things like we had country hams or hams in November because yeah. slaughtering of hogs. And, right. you know, maybe is the spring ham that one's not cured in any way. So maybe it's a fresh ham in the spring. See, I always thought it was lamb. Did There's lamb in the lamb? spring, yeah. deviled eggs. You know, but we're how Which does not this come? seem
0: very, very proper for Easter. <laughs> Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Deviled right? eggs. Uh, the universe <laughs>
2: likes to play jokes on yeah. this, right? Yes, That's um, a carryover from Good Friday. <laughs> right. So so since, you know, I've already given you scalloped potato recipes and all that kind of stuff, we thought we'd talk to the expert here and see, you know, how, to hear. how foods yeah. kind of entered the Bible and came into tradition and brought us here today. And
1: a lot of us only know the foods of the Bible being wine (laughs) and wafers yeah
3: jesus's first miracle right
0: yeah yeah. some of us know that that particular food very well we know it very well so you know we yeah you know we know bread we know fish we know wine we know the the stuff that you would have in that historical time back then but what are there we were talking off the air passover's also Mm -hmm. going on right now and there are very traditional passover foods Mm -hmm. and there's a a menu for for passover Mm -hmm. but is there an official not official, but is there a, a biblical menu for Easter?
3: No, not not per se. Uh, lamb, as you mentioned, is the obvious choice probably the majority of the countries in the world who practice uh, Christian faith would celebrate with lamb, uh, which is also, not to get ahead of things too much, is also a big Pentecost. Uh, the, 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 the lamb roast, if you will, is also uh, – uh, traditional Pentecost. What does Pentecost Pente- mean? Pentecost in that. 50 days, Pentecost, is the celebration of the birth of the church, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. Uh, among the people and um, the birth of the church. Can
2: I ask a little question in general now about meat in the Bible? You know, because there, you know, in the in Jewish faith, there there are certain things you can and can't eat, right? Yeah. You know, and, and certain things through other religions. But you know, if you if you read through the Bible, I don't remember really words of, of Jesus saying you can't have pigs or cows or you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Are there are there yeah. meats that are more yeah. uh, accepting to religions? Yeah. Obviously, yeah.
3: lamb is spoken of lamb, a lot.
1: That does seem
2: there to be are,
3: and of course, the Bible, Old Testament, as we say, and New Testament, written over. Thousands of years, yeah. literally. So the sanitary laws of the Old Testament were meant to sustain the uh-huh. people. And so there were certain diseases and parasites that existed in pork, for, for instance. Salt, yeah. That salty. Oh, um, yeah. That when, when God gave the decrees, if you will, for uh, people not to eat uh, pigs, then that was for a good reason, you know. Uh, so to there keep was some guidance sanitary, there. keep the people alive, and so it is. It's in the disease. Old Testament. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, so you'd always thought there was some kind of spiritual spiritual purification going on with the co-string process, which I'm sure takes place. Oh. Right. But there's also microbes and bacteria which yeah. we yeah. need to kill. <laughs> And
1: and bread is an uh, interesting—the little work I've done and looking into it, but it's so interesting to me that bread played such a role in the wafers, too. You know, today we take communion. And and bread is such mm -hmm. an interesting—every culture has bread, even though today we won't eat it because it has carbs, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) The the keto communion. uh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember even a class in seminary where— which concentrated on everything having to do with the Eucharist, the Great Thanksgiving, uh, the Greek word for for Thanksgiving. So Holy Communion, as it's also called. So the bread, um, we were given an assignment of baking bread, and we had a little competition, friendly competition, and we had taste tests and all that kind of thing, Where we brought our bread back. Well, we pulled recipes out of a hat, and the professor walked around, Uh, with this uh, bag or whatever it was, and we pulled recipes. Mine was for unleavened uh, communion bread. And so, obviously, that's something you would serve during Lent. And some churches have the tradition, especially in the Northeast, of serving a little bit more of a bitter wine at communion. It's not something that you can't drink, but it's not something you want a lot of. But it is this sensual if you will, reminder that this is a time of dissonance, even in our taste boats, you know. Mm-hmm. I think God gave us our— And
1: that's during Lent?
3: That's during Lent. When you're
1: supposed to not— It's more know.
3: of a penitential season, uh, the 40 days leading up to Easter.
1: Yeah. Um, it's you're supposed to sacrifice. And
3: yeah, that's one way to look at it. Fast. Fast. So fasting is a way of remembering that it's through God's provision that we are truly and genuinely provided for instead of our— Selves totally, yeah. so the fasting it's a is a tradition. Actually, the fasting is, a, and there's a million different ways you can fast, right? You can fast from TV. You can fast. It doesn't always have to be. But food. you're
1: discouraged from eating sweets, right? Well, even though that doesn't not, have to. It's be. not a
3: doctrine of the church per se, but it is one go to, like ice cream or chocolate, are real right. common ones, right? Because there is an emotional trigger that causes people to say, "Oh, I miss that," or "I miss meat." And so we have fish on Fridays because it is a protein. So it's not asking us to be unhealthy and rob our bodies of protein or whatever it is that we need. Um, But it is a way for us to say, I miss roast beef or whatever it is. But it's a trigger to remember that God is the one who provides for us so it's a short season relatively
0: what i find very interesting about this we're talking about fasting for instance, in the bible sometimes we get to the right answer and we don't know why we just know it's the right answer so now doctors tell us how good fasting is for our body yeah then they had no idea medically it was good for your body and it just like just seemed Mm. like the right thing to do they knew Mm. to do it and now we know like oh there are really medical benefits Mm -hmm. according to a lot of doctors to fasting and they were doing it thousands of years ago with no basis of knowledge of it. It just, you know what I mean? And now we're finding out they knew what they were doing. There's a lot
3: going on there. Uh, You're right. There's this physical side to our nourishment and there's also the spiritual side Mm -hmm. to our nourishment Mm -hmm. and fasting has to do with all that. I would say one huge obvious difference is the processed foods Mm -hmm. that, that we have now. So some people may just say, I want to fast from processed foods. I think that's a good idea.
1: A great one. They go to have bourbon yeah. fried chicken. Nope. <laughs> you know, I think that's like go the local. Uh, chef. What is unleavened bread? The call sign bread? of our
2: show yeah. is is yeah. just don't eat processed food. That's, what what that's is unleavened bread? Yeah. What is unleavened? It doesn't have a leaven or like
3: yeast, yeast or baking soda. So it's no chemical bread. or it's yeah. Grainy.
2: So it would be a cracker. A really, it'd be crack or light, right? It's very, well, and the crumbling. bread
3: that I baked yeah. was which one second second place, by the way. Oh, oh. But, um, we
1: are with a star. But that's <laughs> out of
3: eight students in that club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the the it it, it it is lacking, intentionally lacking. There's a there's in a flavor, a, yeah. a piece a a piece that's missing I'll,
2: out of it. I love this notion. I've like never I like thought that. about that yeah. until you talked about mm. the bitterness of the wine.
1: Yeah. And
2: how that's a purposeful thing, whereas the, the bread is purposely purposely bad probably, right? And, uh, you know, not, yeah, not, not, it's not meant just to be a, a tasty. Not to take
3: with communion and right. or maybe a meal. But it just
2: mm-hmm. it fascinates me how you can use food to kind of create an exclamation point, to, yes. to instill emotion. You know, you, well, you, you can get a, a feeling from that, like, okay, this is bitter and i, I I guess the, yeah. they're doing it so you feel it. Like that's sometimes right. I Have make it. a dish spicy because I want you to remember it. I want you to that's to, to right. feel the dish while you're eating it. You know, yeah. that's right. Yeah.
3: That's right. And, and the, so
1: re, the gradations of the religions. Like mm-hmm. I was raised Southern Baptist. Okay. We just ate fried chicken all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was yeah. no it wasn't was an option. I wouldn't convert. It wasn't an option. But in the gradations of the religions. Do most of the Protestant religions do communion and do Lent? Um, How does that all work?
3: I would say say it varies, and I would say for the most part, unless you're in an Orthodox or Roman Catholic or Episcopal, there are obviously exceptions to what I'm saying, but those tend to be the ones that tend to stick to that
0: going back to the unprocessed food so I yeah. remember a few years ago there's a documentary called A Year of Living Biblically where someone oh, went yeah. on oh, a Bible yeah. I, I remember that yeah, yeah they I went on a, the Bible diet so yeah. they went on the Bible so I actually was just googling it and yeah. when you look at what what they consider the Bible diet diet, it really is just whole unprocessed foods yeah. like, It's like yeah. we,
3: Mediterranean diet right
0: med- Mediterranean. yeah uh, you know lots of fruit figs not no sugar but they use honey or date right. honey yeah. barley you know was in barley there too. fish seafood bread but things that are unprocessed. i got it right the first right. time. We don't really. Yeah. Need to, and and to man mess is with kind of messed up because that's the way we should all be yeah. eating all yeah. the time anyway. Yeah. It's called Imagine. the seven foods of the Bible. Yes, yeah. you're right. And, and yeah. there's seven yeah. of them. I like that.
1: And uh, and it doesn't include processed food which a lot of people say bread has been corrupted by modern well processing. what was
0: bread 2,000 years ago was probably right. very right. different than what was
2: bread yeah. now oh yeah this was yeah. an off-the-wall question but I'm just curious John you may not even know this what would you what is manna and how that would uh, be referred to question. on earth in, in
3: yep. you know what I mean so there are different ways to define manna manna was the gift that was given to yeah. people to feed them um, and some people say that it is uh, a product of birds or pigeons or doves or wow. whatever okay. that somehow was safe to eat and had the nourishment that they needed fried chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> we and, keep going back it, to that i, I consider <laughs> that manna yeah. about to stop we yeah. read that part of and it some <laughs> people think about it as some form of bread or whatever. gotcha okay. but it's the spiritual uh essence of what that did in terms of sustenance
2: right yeah because I, I hear it referred to I've never really understood I, I always considered it maybe like a, a perfect food you know like something made yeah specifically
3: to well nourish it, a human it's being. that it's I think one of the beautiful things about the symbolism of manna is that it's something that was new to them and yet not new to God that God knew how to take care of God's people mm-hmm. and on faith they ate this substance Right. And it's them.
1: Now, let me ask you about mm. Good Friday, which is, we're, mm. this is on Saturday. Today's Christmas Maundy show,
3: Thursday, just yeah. for the record. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Uh, and
3: Good Friday tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. But and on
1: it, their show, it's actually, well, I guess our podcast will be released.
0: Yeah. Anytime. So, yeah, so anytime. if you're listening on the radio yeah. right now, technically it's Saturday, but we record on Thursday. Yeah. Does every day have a name?
3: Holy Saturday. So okay. Maundy, M-A-U-N-D-Y, which comes from the old English word mandate. And that is that from... The 13th chapter of John's Gospel that um, Jesus mandated, if you will, that uh, we would serve one another. So that's when the foot washing uh,
1: oh, yeah. is. Okay. And it's only
3: in John's Gospel, mm-hmm. which was written about does, 100 years later than the other Gospels.
1: And was film. that? does that take place on a particular—Holy Week's a big deal. Is right. there a different you got Palm
3: Sunday, which we just had yeah. this last Sunday, where we go from—it's Palm Passion, so we go from— Um, Hosannas. Uh, Jesus is arriving in town on a donkey and we lay cloaks and palm branches like uh, as if he is a king right and he is a king Mm -hmm. Um, and then it changes very quickly into Pilate saying who do you want me you know to send to death and is it Barabbas Mm -hmm. who was a noted criminal or is it Jesus? Mm-hmm. And the people say Jesus, so crucify Jesus. So the whole okay. week is the Passion Week leading up to, to Thursday,
0: Monday, Thursday,
3: where Jesus has the Last Supper, and which was customary in Jewish, the Passover mm-hmm. meal. Right? And, and then uh, Good Friday is the crucifixion, around noon to three, probably. And then um, there's a time of vigil. Okay. And uh, Holy Saturday is a time of waiting and prayers. And then when the sun goes down on Saturday night, we have the beautiful, beautiful service, once a year, obviously, of Easter Vigil. And traditionally, that is a long service. In Orthodox traditions, um, they have an agape feast as a part of that uh, in the middle of the night. What and food
1: is associated with each of those days? Just everything.
3: Every, in the middle of the night? Everything, yeah. A lot of times, like, around Can we pull the- this off? I mean, we only Kay. have a couple of days, yep. but it like fun. <laughs> you, yeah.
0: so you can cook. It's called
2: agape. We put on the calendar next <laughs> yeah. year. Agape. Agape. Um, uh,
3: A-G-A-P-E. It's another Greek word, ag- agape. Uh, it, it just means abundance, and it's a love-based feast that we share together. And then Easter Sunday is, of course, the day of the resurrection, and we celebrate.
1: And we eat.
3: We uh, eat in America. Eggs and ham. Uh, ham and lamb. Yeah. And, and, and in and America. And ham. your brunch.
2: <laughs> the South, the, the, there's uh, more than Easter just in the Southern United States with the foods we eat. There's got to be other other cultures and traditions that. Yeah. There um, are. Different. I
3: was talking to a woman this week from the Middle East who's a member of our church, and okay. she is preparing for her family. Um, she said usually they have lamb, Yeah, which is what I grew up with on Easter. Um down south in louisiana okay. mm-hmm. um it was the only time of year we ate lamb did your neighbors was that a
2: common thing because i i mean even even here i don't think lamb is a very prominent thing no it was a Easter.
3: seasonal it came in you know the butcher would say yeah, we have spring lamb, lamb, Easter lamb yeah what's what best so we would have that but anyway she said she was going to do ham this year uh-huh and that they were gonna keep some of their traditions, which two of them in particular I loved. She described uh, taking grape leaves, putting minced lamb, yeah. spices, and oh. rice, and boiling those in a pot. It's like a dolma.
0: Yeah. And, and, mm. yeah. Yeah,
3: and so very traditional. And then these cookies that are like crown cookies, um, that's my word, but she would, that's a ball of dough and she would take her, she takes her thumb and she yeah. pinches it yeah. so that you can make a crown. She has a special tool oh. to make that impression
0: And I think those are crown. made with, with an almond paste That's as well. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I well, yeah. when
1: is Ramadan um, – when is that? I can't remember. Is it? Ah, I, mean, that, I should remember this. I'd have to this. look. I don't know. But it, it, all of these religions kind of fall into the yeah. same period same God, of time. Same God. Same God. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And just have same different – same time frame. A lot, lot of big things mm-hmm. happen
0: in the same – And, these and people it always has to do with peace.
3: And, of course, spring being a time of – New life, Bounty. resurrection, oh. I mean, just look around people's yards Eggs, and the flowers yeah. and the tulips. And, and, the, yeah. weeds. and we, the weeds. And the weeds. That'll preach. <laughs> yeah.
0: This might be a really dumb question, but I've never, I never thought never it. No of, dumb questions. Well, do we know what kind of food Jesus ate? I mean, we always hear about, you know, bread no, and that's wine. That's kind of what I was getting let, at. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let
3: let like, throw like, a question into what that. Did man eat? I read that he
1: was a vegetarian.
3: Well, I, I don't I never I heard. I, don't that. I that. did.
0: I read that somewhere. I don't know. Fake we don't. news. <laughs> well, back then <laughs> yeah. in general, people didn't eat a lot of meat because it was just hard to come by. So their yeah, diet probably. was mainly green.
3: So that may be where Sylvia's getting that. Yeah. So but it may not know, be far off. Lamb is
2: mentioned in yeah. the Bible. I wonder what was at the but Last Supper. But I've always supper. wanted to know yeah. that from, from a spiritual standpoint, you know, the acceptance of that. Because if, if you look at the teachings of, of Jesus and mm-hmm. a lot of religion, taking a life— is, mm-hmm. is not a good thing. Now there's processes to taking an, a life of an animal for, yeah. for food, for but I just yeah. didn't know, yeah. you know, I, I'm I, sometimes I'm still on the fence, guys, and I'm a chef, you know, I, do, I work with dead animals all the time, but every now and then, the humanity of it, you know, gets to oh, me.
1: Sure, yeah, and they said the sacrifice of a lamb, I guess, is why lamb has become, I think, having some, to do with Passover.
0: Yes. It does, and
3: also the good shepherd mm-hmm. image or metaphor yeah, um, good shepherd. And pass over
0: the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. That, that's right. To, uh, you know, so there's historical. There's an giving. offering. Jesus is right. the
3: is the offering. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the sacrificial yeah. offering.
0: Just, well, just I keep searching like, for
2: that little line that says it's okay to have a 16 ounce <laughs> ribeye every now and then. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> 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 okay? Well, and you know, in America, um, I, I, you know, I've traveled a little bit, and have I've lived overseas a little bit, and one thing I noticed when I came back. To the states was um, we put a lot of prominence on meat being the main entree part Mm -hmm. of the entree the 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 rest of the plate lines Uh up around that you know even the drink right Um, but in a lot of countries there's a little bit of this a little bit of that and meat may be on the menu and my sense is that Jesus didn't have like a spiral ham obviously but (laughs) or a lamb or whatever and then all these little accoutrement you know it was more it was probably more like if there were if there was meat available and it might be quail or whatever you know then yeah. it was available
0: well it's a lot like thanksgiving you know they didn't yep. eat turkey at thanksgiving turkey and stuffing right <laughs> that yeah, yeah that's, that's an american, american. Well, over, uh, mac is, and is there
1: any record of what the last supper or what was on the table it's I mean, we could
3: look back through Jewish history and yeah. pretty well guess. But it what probably might, would have been yeah. an
0: unleavened bread. It probably would have been like, you know, a mm-hmm. great... We, we What we call wine probably wasn't a lot like the wine we drink Figs today. Figs and nuts. Figs and nuts. And maybe some fish, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Sylvia yeah. was
2: talking about that. She was like, seven or nine actual foods seven of the Bible. Seven foods of and and the Bible, and, yeah. and barley and Something grapes. sweet with honey. And, yeah.
3: And, 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 and there's all this um, meta-narrative going on through that historically. So the foods... Represent different parts of God's deliverance of God's people and the oh. journey that was oh. made. So there's a whole story, right? Really? That goes along with all of this. Could yeah. I find reference to that? I'd like to read that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, you, can, Thank I mean, you. I mean, it would I, be I'll be glad to help yeah, you find because, that, but like, you can just start Googling. And, Mo-
1: Moses did something with the parting. I'm trying to yeah. reconstruct from my <laughs> early childhood what all this is, but like, yeah. the, I know when I was reading about bread, that uh, bread is. Played a big role oh, because bread. Jesus you know, bread, handed out the bread. Remember, the bread got multiplied. Yeah, uh, yeah, the fishes and loaves yeah, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, and that's uh, that's an extremely important story uh, that's in the Gospels. Um, but yeah, I think um, you know bread serves as a center to a lot of meals around the country, uh, around the world. Excuse me, in many countries, and um, I would have to think that that'd be something if the disciples are mobile and Jesus is traveling from town to town, that's something that they could carry if they carried anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. you you have to think about the dynamics of the day, um, carrying something, having something non-perishable, sustainable. And then also, I mean, you know, this is not exactly early in agriculture, but... You know, it's not like they had factory farms back then. So, you you know, grain had to be the sustaining starch, Mm -hmm. you know, rice in other parts of the world. So as much as you can do with the flour. Well,
3: grace, uh, grain, grace, (laughs) grain is something that you could save. And in times of famine, like in Genesis, the first book of the Old Testament, Genesis 37, the story of Joseph and Joseph's beautiful, long journey of going from literally being in the pit to being the one in charge of the food, of the granary. And so that his brothers come and they don't recognize him, right? If you remember the story. And they have grain on hand to send back to feed the people. you know. So it's God's full cer- circle of providence that happens there. But it's the grain that is able to be preserved that they use okay. to feed.
0: Yeah.
3: So you yeah. can live... Off these wonderful, beautiful grains. It was
0: our, our fruit, first convenience food. The fruits of yeah. your harvest. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can talk about this all day. It's really interesting. Uh, Reverend John Hall, Good Shepherd yeah. Episcopal Church. Thank you. Uh, you know, a, a happy uh, Easter and Holy Week day. Oh, and thank you for coming in this oh week and talking God. to us. What it's a, a pleasure yeah. to be with you guys. Service details for you. Sunday yeah.
3: if, you, if you can. Yeah. Well, sure. Well, we have, um, again, the Easter vigil. If you're hearing this on Saturday, then uh, it'll start at 7 o'clock at Good Shepherd, 533 East Main. And then we have four Easter services. We have seven thirty, nine, and then a big, huge Easter egg hunt of a thousand plus eggs on Bell Court at I've done ten. That, yeah. <laughs> and then another. The third uh, morning service will be at eleven. So nine, 11, Is and the then at five the sunrise, o'clock
1: sunrise service. Is that? It's right? not a sunrise service. Okay. It'll
3: be inside, and yeah, it's. Uh, so those four services: nine, 11, and five p.m. In the church,
0: and we'll link on our Facebook page all this information so you uh, can find the church and find the reverend. And oh yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, well, oh my gosh, it, it flies a <laughs> by. I feel like I met new friends. And, that's a, that's why this Sylvia, show exists. All you, right, back you. in a moment. it's Food, news, and choose radio.